This episode is brought to you by Santos Threads. Make sure to visit Santos-Threads for the latest and greatest in men's and women's Latino urban-inspired streetwear. Visit santos-threads.com. Hey, you are now listening to The Santos Says Podcast. Episode number 46. Once again, I'm in your mix. Happy to be with you guys once more. Uh, flying solo today. Today will be a solo episode. Um, I've been working with some different guests, trying to get some guests here. And um, we're working on something real nice. And we're going to continue to give you guys some of the best guests we have. But of course, if you're watching on YouTube, hit the like, subscribe, comment, share the whole thing. Don't forget to follow me on social media. Uh, Santos Thread Shop on Instagram, Santos Thread Shop on TikTok, and away we go. Um, on this episode, I will be flying solo. This episode 46. Um, I wanted to get back to, as you guys know, I've done things in the past about fashion, about um, I've done sports before. I don't really talk sports anymore, but um, and about sneakers, which I'm into. I do not consider myself to be a sneaker head per se. I am what I would call, you would call a sneaker enthusiast. What I mean by that is I, I don't go after hype releases. I'm not like a big hype release type of guy. Um, I might've gone for a couple here and there, but I'm not really a hype release kind of guy. I'm more of a guy who I buy what I like. I collect certain shoes and that's about it. That's what I do. I don't go crazy chasing the newest releases of this brand, that brand, whatever. Very seldom do I do that. But on this episode, I am going to talk about, here we go. This is going to be about sneakers. So I am going to talk about why Nike has become all hype and no substance. All hype and no substance. We are going to talk about Nike. What is going on with Nike? Uh, Nike although it is as popular as any brand could be, um, especially on the footwear front, Nike is all the hype. Uh, that, when I say Nike, that includes the umbrella of Air Jordans, uh, collaborations, all those things, whatever you want to name, everything under the Nike Jordan umbrella. That's what I mean by Nike. How it has become all hype and no substance. I will talk about what I mean by that. I will explain what I mean about that. Before all my Nike sneakerheads get offended, I'm going to break it down and I will tell you exactly what it is that I mean. I'll get into that. So how that is the case, in my humble opinion. And I will talk about how now, full disclosure, I have recently gotten bit by the um, New Balance bug. I have been bitten by the New Balance bug and it, I'm, I have a serious fever right now for New Balance and it's going crazy. I just have to tell you that. And so with that, I will lead to the next segue, which is how New Balance is breathing fresh air into sneaker culture. I will get into that. All that and more on episode number 46 of the Santos Says Podcast. Stay with me. So before we commence, I'm going to start with this. Full disclosure, growing up as a kid, I was always a big you know, as far back as I could remember, I started out, you know, my, my sneaker enthusiasm, my fandom for sneakers started with Nike. So I just want to get that out the way, as most people did. 
Um, Nike was always in the 90s, Nike was always synonymous with quality, craftsmanship, um, the coolest sneakers you could possibly pick up. I mean, a lot of that was obviously Jordan helped facilitate a lot of that. So Jordan, and then of course, growing up later on, you would have all the best basketball players were wearing Jordans. I mean, Jordans are Nikes. Um, you had Team Jordans come out, and then of course, but Nike, you know, it would follow with Air Penny. You know, you had Air Pennies, you had Scotty Pippins, you had Charles Barkley, all the best. I mean, I'm I'm missing a bunch as well, but some of the best basketball players in the 90s. That's where basically Nike basketball helped usher in a whole era of Nike and its cool factor as far as sneakers. Um, I was one of those who always had to buy the Air Force Ones. Every year, every summer, as you know, especially you from New York, you call them uptowns, Air Force Ones, the low, white on white, uh, all white Air Force Ones. Those were the go-to. They went with everything. I mean, you wore them with shorts. You wore them with jeans. You wore them with sweatpants. You wore them with anything. I mean, I've seen, I've damn near seen people wear them with suits. I wouldn't recommend wearing them with suits, but hey, some people wore them with suits. The bottom line is Nike was everywhere. Nike was synonymous with so it was always popular from that point, obviously. Nike was synonymous with quality. And for the most part, Nike delivered with quality. The materials were really, you know, will stand up. I mean, you had full grain leather on a lot of Nike releases, a lot of basketball sneakers. I mean, if you felt the sneakers back then, they had the air unit, which the, the air unit, people don't know. People think that Nike Air is just branding. It's not. When it says Nike Air, you're talking about a sneaker that has a air unit inside. If you cut a shoe open, you would see it has a, a, a on the bottom, a little air unit that uh, provides the comfort and support that is one of the technological advances Nike came up with over the years. So it's not just branding. A lot of people, they mistakenly think of Nike Air as branding. It's not just branding. It is the technology that they've used and the tech has held up over the years. But that's what I'm talking about. So Nike was synonymous with quality, with the cool factor, which obviously Nike still has the cool factor. They, they're still very popular, all those things. And so those are the things that we all uh, thought of when we thought of Nike and the basketball. I mean, come on, like Jordan really helped elevate the brand as a whole. And it just went from there. You had all the great basketball players wearing the Jordans and the Nikes. So it's like, um, it's it's just kind of like one of those things that you had to have one of those shoes if you were you wanted to be cool. And so that was then, that was the 90s. Nike, the Nike quality was just unmatched. I mean, it was relentless. It was, um, it was what it was. I mean, it was just tremendous. And, and everybody wanted to have a piece of that quality. Fast forward to today, today. Ladies and gentlemen, Nike is living off reputation. It's all hype. Now, I will preface this by saying I would be I would be a hypocrite if I said I do not own any Nikes. I do own Nike still. I own Nike sneakers. So I'm going to put I'm not going to be a hypocrite. I own Nike sneakers. I'm not saying I don't. I'm not saying that I wouldn't have bought any in recent time. I have anybody who's seen this podcast you go back last year, I had a couple Ken Griffey sneakers I'm showing everybody that I wore. I bought the whole pack, the whole thing. 
I was wearing Nike sneakers. I still have some. I'm not saying I don't have any. But I've kind of moved on because, in a sense, I, I, I've kind of curbed that over time because I feel like Nike is not delivering as far as quality. I'm noticing something as Nike's become more and more popular, as everybody and their mother's wearing Nike and Jordan. And I'm noticing as I've gotten older, I've become an educated consumer, which I would advise everybody, no matter how old you are, whether you are a teenager, whether you are a parent, whether you are a middle-aged man or woman or a senior citizen, whatever your age is, I will advise you to be an educated consumer. You must be an educated consumer, period. You can't blindly buy products without understanding what it is you're buying or having some sort of knowledge on the subject matter or without doing your homework. You can't do it. You're doing yourself a major disservice. So with that being said, why has Nike become all hype and no substance? Why is that? As you scroll through your social media and you see the sneakers and everybody buying the same sneakers, everybody's buying, you know, thankfully the Air Jordan 1 is kind of on the way down, which I'm glad. I thank the good Lord. I said last year in 2021, it's time to retire the Air Jordan 1. I feel like they ran it into the ground. Nobody listened back then. Looks like they're starting to listen because the popularity's gone down a little bit. The hype is kind of worn off as they've come out with too many of them. And you're seeing that now. But still to this day, you're still seeing, you know, people still wear them. And um, it's still popular, but it's not what it was, obviously. It's starting to, it's on the downtick, if you will. So let's talk about that. So let's talk about how Nike has become all hype and no substance. They are right now, because their demand is at an all-time high, what they have been doing is just churning out releases. I mean, you remember, you guys, you know, if you're a sneakerhead or, or sneaker enthusiast of a certain age, you would remember Nike only came out with releases, you know, they came out with Jordans or Nike releases, you know, maybe there was a point where it was like maybe once a week you'd have a release maybe a couple of releases here and there a month. Now you've gotten to the point where you got, you know, three, four, five releases a day, Monday through Friday or Monday through Saturday, you know, on the sneakers app, on the Nike app, all that. And it's like, dude, how are you coming out with all these releases? They're just churning out product, product, product. And I get it. Maybe a lot of it is with the demand as well, which I get, but they're churning out product, churning out product. They've never been as popular as they are right now. Right. Nike. I mean, chances are you go outside, you see 100,000 people, you know, nine out of every 10 or maybe seven out of every 10 people you see in the streets will have some sort of Nike sneaker on. But with that popularity, with the company churning out all these releases, it's it's definitely it's expected for them to cut corners on quality. And that is exactly what they've done. I'm seeing night and I I've I've felt the sneakers in my hand. I've done research. I've I've I know what I'm getting. I've seen it. I bought some of the products and I've been disappointed. And I've heard the stories of other consumers not being happy with the products they're getting, but they're still buying them. They're still buying Jordan ones. They're still buying Jordan one mids. They're still buying Jordan one lows. They're still buying Nike dunks. Speaking of Nike dunk. This was one of the sneakers that was the inspiration for why I feel like Nike has become all hype and no substance. Take a look at this. 
If you're watching on YouTube, I'm going to show you a demonstration of a sneaker I have right here. This sneaker was, okay, so in my hand, I'll paint the picture for everybody. I am holding the Nike Dunk from the uh, NBA 75th anniversary pack. I think this is the Knicks colorway. Quote, unquote, Knicks colorway, right? It's got orange uh, orange panels on the front, a little bit on the side. Um, and the, the mid panel is black. It has a royal blue or cobalt blue um, swoosh. It's got a black, um, a white midsole and a black undersole, right? NBA 75th anniversary tab in the middle. Why am I pointing this shoe out? This is the, I'm going to give you the perfect example of why people don't pay attention. They just go by the hype and they don't, um, they don't, they're not educated consumers. They don't go by what's quality. They just go by the hype. Now, full disclosure, I, but I am, I am a diehard Mets fan. I bought these sneakers, be, not because they're the Knicks colors. I bought these because they're the Mets colors. I bought these these sneakers. I, I got these sneakers. I mean, these are actually a gift, but these sneakers were purchased for me, right? Um, I picked them out, but I I these were a gift. These were gifted to me, which I, I love the sneakers. I love the color when I saw them. But these sneakers were gifted to me for, I want to say my birthday, for my birthday in January. So look, I have not worn these sneakers a ton. I've worn them once in a while. I got these specifically thinking of the Mets, um, the New York Mets black uniform. So I got these thinking about the Mets black, royal blue, orange uniform and the, the black Mets cap. Anybody who knows me knows I'm a diehard New York Mets fan. So take a look at these. I haven't worn these a ton. They're okay, right? They're a good looking shoe. Take a look at this right here. I'm gonna show. Take a look at that on the camera. You see that scuff right there? That scuff happened. I was going to wash clothes one day and I had the uh, the cart, the shopping cart to, to hauling my laundry. And it literally happened just walking down the street. Just while I'm, I didn't even realize it. While I'm, it must've, I must've ran into my cart or something. It didn't, I didn't even feel it. It was very light. The point is, how does a scratch like that happen so easily on a pair of shoes? So that made me think because I've had a lot of products. I know fashion pretty well. I know textiles. I know materials pretty well. So based on that experience, the homework I've done over the years, knowing, you know, obviously I work with, with in fashion, hello, santos-threads.com, right? But so I know fashion pretty well. So how does this happen? A scuff like this, if these were full grain leather, if these were full grain leather, there's no chance that these shoes were scuffed that easily. Not a chance. So if you feel the coat on these, they have another scuff too on the side. They have a, 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 a scuff on the side. So my point is, as nice as these sneakers are, they're very nice. They're not super comfortable, but they're, they're fine. They serve the purpose. I wanted something to go with the Mets stuff, my Mets outfits. These are not of the best quality. 
I have not worn these a lot, and chances are they will age horribly. Ladies and gentlemen, these are not full grain leather. As a matter of fact, I question how much leather these actually have. These were $155 on the, on the resale market at the time of purchase. I don't know how much they cost now. At the time, they were about $155. They were gifted to me for my birthday. Uh, shout out to my dad. I love you, dad. This, my dad bought me these. I picked them out. I had no idea how they would be or not, whatever. I love the shoe. I still wear them. I wear them. But what I'm saying is, for the price, I understand these were, I think, $110 um, when they came out on the, the what is it? Um, not resale. When they were for retail, they were $110, I think. I think. They turned out to be about $155, $160 $160-something with the tax, uh, $160 $160-something with the fees, all that stuff. About $160 $160-something. This shoe. So for the price you're paying, whether it's $110 or $160, you should get better materials for that cost. I understand these are not made in USA. These are made in Vietnam. But still, for that cost, for these Nike Dunk Lows, Nick colors, you should get better materials for this. I can feel this I can, and I can smell it. You can't smell the leather. You cannot smell the leather. I am willing to bet these have little to no leather on them. The leather, the, the, the portions of leather, the leather uh, contents of leather on this are very small. It's a very small percentage of the shoe. I wouldn't have bet they're more plastic and uh, more plastic material on here than leather, which is sad, which is laughable. So for $110 retail or $160 something dollars resale, you should be getting a better bang for your buck. I'm sorry. This is unacceptable quality, especially it's a 75th anniversary Nike Dunk, um, New York Knicks colorway, diamond edition, whatever it is. You got to get better materials in this. I'm sorry. You need better materials. That's unacceptable. Period. I'm sorry. So that's what I'm talking about. That is what I'm talking about. Being an educated consumer, doing your homework, and also um, knowing the materials. Investing in better materials. That's what they got to do. And that's what Nike has not been doing. They've been cutting corners. They've been cutting corners for, for years now. Why? Why? Because they know that you guys are going to buy the shoes. So why are we not holding them accountable? If we want, forget about the fact that they crease like crazy. If you buy, if you like dunks, you know that they're going to crease like crazy. That's what it is. But if the leather was, was, if it had more of a full grain leather up top, up here, if there was more of a leather, a, a, a harder leather, a more of a, of a, of a more premium leather here, I guarantee they wouldn't crack as easily. That goes to show you, they crack and they crease very easily because the toe box there, because the materials, they're not using full grain leather. Whatever leather they're using, the little bit of leather they're using is not full grain. Full grain meaning from the, the fattest part, the most durable, most premium part of the leather. They're using more of the top part of the grain. The, the top part of the leather, which is more flimsy, more leather bits, uh, kind of more leather bits and, and, and um, blended materials. It's not the full premium cut because it costs more money. They don't want to do that. 
it's all about churning out most the most profit, uh, churning out the most products for the least amount of money and overhead for the most profit. And that's what they prioritize. They have prioritized. And quite frankly, no one cares. The average consumer doesn't care. They just want the hype, which brings me to, to say this as well. The Nike dunk hype is, is going down as well. I've noticed that, uh, which I like because I used to be a big Nike dunk fan back in the day. But I've gotten, as I've gotten older, I've realized how they've crapped out on the materials. The materials are not what they used to be. I mean, for, even for $100, you're not getting what you should get. Um, you know, you see glue stains, you see loose strings, uh, loose yarn, loose thre uh, threads, things like that. Another thing as well, here's another thing, I, and it kind of goes along with what I said earlier on this episode. If you notice, a little tidbit, guys. If you guys notice when you buy Nike Dunks, you will not see, even there, you will not see, if you notice when you buy these, when you buy any Nike Dunk, try to find the words A-I-R on the sneaker, Air. Try to find Nike uh when you see the Nike logo, try to find the word air on the dunk sneaker. Let me know where you find it. You won't. The news flash for you. Nike does not use air technology on dunks. What does that mean? It costs them even less to produce a dunk than you would even think. It costs Nike less to produce a dunk than, than what it costs them to produce even an Air Force One or some Air Maxes. It costs them less, ladies and gentlemen. Why? Because they don't have the air unit. So this sneaker right here, the one I'm still holding in my hand, if you're watching on YouTube, the Nike Dunk does not, there is no air unit under here. All this, there's no air unit. No air. That's why if you're wearing these and you feel like they're not comfortable, you're probably right because they don't have air technology. So not only are they cutting back on materials, they don't even use air on the dunks. Now, they've never used air on the dunks, to be fair. I don't think so, unless they came out with a special edition at some point years ago. I don't believe they ever have. Uh, I would have to check that. But dunks are not made with air technology. Air is a technology. It's not just branding. But nobody cares. People just want to buy what they want to buy because of the hype. They're not checking for materials. They're not checking for tech. Nothing, you know, they're not even checking for comfort in some cases. They're just buying for hype and colorways. So Nike is just, they become all hype, no substance, crappy materials. They're not, they, they've cheapened the, the, the quality and people are buying them. They're living off of reputation. That's what they've done over the years. So with that being said, I want to talk about the bug that I've been bit by. Now, again, I preface this by saying this, this video is not sponsored by New Balance. Although, hey, New Balance, if you're listening, I'm ready to work. Um, honestly, this is just based as from somebody's really from one man's personal opinion as a consumer, um, my chronicles as a consumer, that's all it is. So we're going to get to this new balance. How is new balance breathing new life into sneaker culture? You ever walk down the street and you see people wearing the same sneakers, the same Jordans, the same Nikes, even the same Yeezys, maybe. You know, and you're like, man, like, you know, I feel like a copier. Like, like, I feel like, like, I want to be original. I want to stand out, right? I want to be different. And um, I want, I'm tired of people 
you know, you ever feel like, damn, you know what? I'm tired of buying these products that everybody else has. These sneakers don't last at all. They got scuffs. They got the materials suck. Everybody's wearing the same sneakers. I look like a damn sheep wearing the same thing everybody else is wearing. I want to wear something else. I want my own swag. I want my own style. I want to look different. I want to stand out. And I want a company that's going to give me superior products. I want to buy a good product. I work hard for my money. I want my money to give me, I want the best bang for my buck. You come to the right place. This is where New Balance comes in. Ladies and gentlemen, New Balance is here. They're not just coming, they are here. And they are delivering. I will explain this. And again, this video is not sponsored by New Balance. Although New Balance hit me up. I'm willing to, to you know, I'm ready to work. So here's the thing. Here we go. I'm going to, anybody watching on the YouTube, if you're watching on YouTube or if you are, anybody listening to me, just follow me. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, you'll be able to see the visual I'm going to put up right now. Look at these right here. I got bit by the New Balance bug this year. I've had New Balances before a long time ago. Um, I used to buy the 574s. Anybody knows the 574s are well-made. I used to buy those, but that was about it. That was the only one I used to get, uh, used to buy. And then I started doing research. I started looking up sneakers. I, I was like, man, you know, I kind of want to wear something different. I want something that has comfort, support. I want something that is stylish, but I can stand out from the crowd. Ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about this right here. In my hand, I'm holding a New Balance 990 V2 sneaker in my hand. Now, anybody who knows New Balance knows New Balance is the king of quote unquote dad shoes. Dad shoes are these sneakers like this. They, they kind of give you that support. They, they're a little sturdy, but they give you that support. They give you the, those materials. They give you a little bit of that look. See, it, I kind of, I guess these are considered a dad shoe, but they're not. I don't look at them that way because I, when I think of dad shoes, I think of like those sneakers that are a little more bulky than this, that, that whatever. These are cool dad shoes, I would say. I am holding in my hand the New Balance 990 V2 made in USA. What a concept. Remember when I was displaying the Nike Dunk low, I was talking to you about how the materials didn't feel good. They felt a little stiff. Um, you know, yeah, they had nice colors. They look nice, but I was holding a shoe that didn't have the great comfort that it is made in Vietnam. Well, how about this? What if I told you there's a company that makes sneakers in the United States? They have sneakers made in the United States here, proudly domestically, with premium materials, maximum comfort, and top-notch style. That exists. But what happens? Most people are too busy chasing the product that everybody else chases. Most people just want to fit in that they dismiss other brands or other products. This product in my hand is the 990 V2 New Balance that I have in my hand. It, it's got the gray. It's made from suede. It's got suede, uh, gray, tan, um, teal back, made in USA. These sneakers right here are absolutely, I mean, um, has like a, a burgundy tongue, burgundy end logo. I mean, you're talking about 
a sneaker that has other technology. They use an absorb technology um, midsole that is there for the for maximum comfort and support and durability. Um, and again, this is not an advertisement. They're not paying me for this. But what I'm saying is the reason I'm bringing this up is because these sneakers are, when I tell you I got these sneakers, I did my research. I'm like, man, I want to buy one of these sneakers. I like the way it looks. I bought it and it's every bit as good as what I thought it would be and more. I love the fact that there was a sneaker made in the United States. Like what? Like I love that there's products here made here. Like why not support a superior product made here in the United States with premium materials? New Balance, anybody who knows, New Balance is a brand that has a long history. It's one of the first brands that charged $100 plus for a trainer shoe a long time ago. But their materials were always top notch. I have these in my hand that are made in the United States. Um, I paid over 200 and change for these. Now, the, they're, made, they're expensive, but you're paying for the quality. That's what you're paying for. So New Balance has is right now they are killing it with what they're doing. I mean, they are providing, they have, and this is not even a collab release right here that I'm showing you. This is a general release. They are killing it with their materials. The suede, I tell you this, nobody does suede like a like a new balance shoe. Nobody. The 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 suede is so premium. The materials are so premium. The comfort is just through the roof that I, I just, I fell in love. I fell in love with these products. After ignoring them for a while, I had to look at these and I took a look at them and I said, you know what? I haven't been as in love with a brand. Like I've been with New Balance since um, since Adidas came out with the, uh, with the uh, Ultra Boots. When, when Adidas came out with Ultra Boots, I was, I was hooked. But not Yeezy Boost, Ultra Boost. And so just seeing what New Balance is doing, they're coming out with these releases. They, they use the, the quote unquote dad shoe, right? The dad shoe trend, which I don't think it's a trend. It's just a style. It's not a trend. It's here to stay uh, with the 990X series. So we're talking 990, 991, 992, 993, et cetera. 997, if you want to include it. With these releases, with the premium suede materials made in USA. And they also have the 991 that is made in the UK. Those materials are top notch. I mean, you're talking a moment. Let's see. You're talking top notch, top notch. You're talking, um, you're talking top notch. In my hand now, I'm holding the 991. This is the New Balance 991 that I'm holding in my hand right now. Uh, this is the gray colorway, which, by the way, nobody does a gray sneaker like New Balance. Nobody. The gray sneaker is, I mean, it's a good look. So I'm holding in my hand the 991. This is the Made in UK. Made in UK. Made in the UK 991. I mean, guys. This shoe is such good quality. The materials are so, I mean, you could feel. This is what I'm telling you guys. You guys got to do your homework. Do your homework. Touch the materials. Decide. Listen, it's all about what you, what, what you decide is good for you. Whether you value hype, whether you value comfort, whether you value durability, whether you value the materials. I know that I work hard for my money. 
So what I when I spend my money and I'm gonna spend and again, these are not cheap. You're gonna pay two and change for all these sneakers. The the you know, 220, 230. Um, you may be lucky to get one for 190, maybe, depending on the resale place you get them or or because some of them you can get them in New Balance, some of them you can get them in um on newbalance.com, some of them you can get them on resale platforms. But what I'm saying is, I mean, cam the camera doesn't even do it justice. Um, the absorb technology, stability. I'm showing that on the camera if you're watching on YouTube. I mean, you can't get this. This is, this is, these are premium materials. Premium. And I love it. I love, like, I, I love these. I love the, I mean, I got a tons, I got tons of new, excuse me, tons of new balances now. And um, so what they're doing with these premium materials I understand you're paying a little bit more. You're paying a little bit more for these. You might pay more. This is this is the box. I'm watching if you're showing on uh okay. You're showing on the uh you're watching on YouTube. I mean, but this is what you're paying for. This is what you're paying for. So I mean it's it's tremendous. So that with the premium quality materials, and they're getting hype right now. New Balance is having their best moment. I'll be honest with you. And yeah, maybe I may be a little bit of a Johnny come lately. That's fine. I'll take that. But you know what? I love what they're doing right now, and I am all in on their products. I love their, I love what New Balance is doing with their collabs as well. Um, the Ronnie Feig, Ronnie, I think that's how you call it. That's what you call him. Uh, Ronnie Feig collaboration, and of course. I can't forget about my man, uh, Teddy Santis. What they're doing with Teddy Santis, a.k.a. Uh, Amli Andor. I love Amli Andor. Um, he is he's a great, um, I love that brand. He's really, you know, Teddy's really served as an inspiration for me as well. Um, honestly, on a business level, on a personal level, I love what he does. And so what he's done as one of the creative forces in uh, in collaboration with New Balance, obviously, and I'm going to show these because I have to show these. This is more of a hype release that I have. I get it, but <laughs> I have the Omleon doors right here, the 993s in my hand. If you're listening, if you're watching on YouTube, made in USA, Omleon door, the Omleon door, um. New Balance 993s in my hand. Premium materials, premium suede. These were expensive. I'm not gonna lie. These, if you get, if you're able to get a, your hands on a pair, you may pay about. I want to say, what will you pay? Uh, anywhere from two seventy-five to three hundred, maybe. Because <laughs> this is the the resale price. You're not getting these on retail anymore. But just. Just having the, the, just, I mean, the details, everything is just through the roof. I mean, you can't, <sighs> so I've been bitten by the New Balance bug. So just what they've done with Amelie Andor, they're kind of Teddy Santos helping lead the, the charge over there creatively. They have more cultural relevance than they've ever had. The premium materials, and I like that they have, they have not only sneakers made in the USA, they also have apparel. They have a whole made in USA um, 
line, if you will. They have sweaters, hoodies, T-shirts, things like that that are made here in the United States. And I love that. Like, I, I think more brands should do that. That's kind of like my point here is saying, hey, if you're, I don't mind a company charging me premium prices if they're going to deliver a premium product. Let's hold companies accountable. Have them all uh, give us a better quality product instead of just, um, you know, crapping out of materials and, and giving us just hype. So don't just follow the hype. Don't just follow what everybody else is doing. I, I am, I'm telling you, it doesn't have to be New Balance. It could be anything else. Anything else. Just don't go with the masses is what I'm selling you. Buy what you like, um, not just what's hype. Buy, you know, if you like New Balances, go get New Balances. If you like Adidas, get Adidas. If you like Nike, get Nike. But well, again, get something that is going to speak to you, but demand product quality. And again, if you are in another thing, I'll go back to Nike. Um, you know, if you're, if you are a, if you are a fan of sneakers and if you like Nikes, I think you have an opportunity to really take the company to task. If you like Nikes, demand better products, demand better quality. Don't just buy whatever they're sending you, whatever they're giving you and paying those prices. If you're paying $185, $220 for a premium sneaker, I mean, Jordan, a Jordan that's supposed to, you know, that's that expensive, demand better quality, uh, demand better materials. That's all I'm saying. If you want to buy what's hype, buy what's hype. But again, when it when it you know when it only when it falls apart in a couple months and it sucks, you know the, the product sucks, and you're complaining about paying two hundred and twenty dollars and you're gonna go buy it anyway. Don't complain about it. If you're gonna buy it anyway, that's my point. Like demand, take these companies to task. Demand better quality materials. If you're a Nike head, if you're a Jordan head, or if you're a Yeezy head, whatever it is, if you are not happy with the quality of the materials, take these companies to task. Write to them. If you're on social media, at them. Go ahead, tag them. Say, hey, I'm not happy with these Jordans. I'm not happy with these Nikes. And if enough of you do that, and, and also not just that, because you got to put your money where your mouth is. You can't just complain. If you decide, hey, this next big Jordan release, I'm not buying it. You better make a better product. I demand you put better leather on these shoes or more a higher percentage of premium grain leather, full grain leather on these shoes. Otherwise, I'm not buying them. I'm not buying your plastic dunks today. I'm not buying your plastic Air Jordan 1 low because the Air Jordan, guess what? Newsflash, if you guys think that the Air Jordan 1 high materials are not good or the mid materials are not good, the Air Jordan 1 materials have no leather. Like 90% of them have zero leather. I know it's, 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 I know some of you don't care if something has leather or, or if it's good materials, but you know what? The worst materials on the Jordan are probably the ones you find on, on a low. The Jordan low materials, plastic, guys, mostly plastic. I hate to tell you that, synthetic and plastic. I know that that comes as a new uh, news flash, but it's the truth. So, that's all I got on that. Um, again, if you guys agree with me, you guys disagree with me, am I crazy? What do you think about taking companies to task? To task? Do you guys think that I'm, I'm a little out there? What do you believe? Is, 
Do you agree with my opinion as far as New Balance breathing fresh air into the sneaker culture? You know, giving more options, providing more options, making it so that us who don't just want to wear Nikes and look like clones like everybody else can have a different shoe to wear and a quality shoe, a superior product to wear. What do you guys think? Yep, I've been bitten by the New Balance bug. I'm not going to lie. But, and so that's all I got. That's my solo rant here. Episode number 46. I'm curious to know what you guys think. Don't forget to follow me on social media, Instagram, uh, Santos Thread Shop, TikTok, Santos Thread Shop. Um, comment, like, subscribe. Don't forget to subscribe on the Santos Says channel on YouTube. And again, oh, don't forget to check out santos-threads.com. And so that was my rant. Um, so, and of course, as always, don't just say what you mean or mean what you say. Say what you chest. <laughs>